1: Welcome to Insight, Living with Vitality, provided by Melissa Alexander. If you are one of the many individuals who are living with emotional, physical, and spiritual blockages, it's time to clean that life up. In this program, you'll learn about choices you can make and breakthroughs available to help you choose a better path and, more importantly, live a life of vitality. Now, here is your host, Melissa Alexander.
2: Good sweet morning, everyone. Thank you for
1: joining us
2: for your weekly dose of insight. I am your host, Melissa Alexander, and I am here with my featured guests, Dr. Anthony Monckton and Veronica Ramos. They are the owners of the Westboro Spine Holistic Health Center here in beautiful 20 South Street, Westboro, Mass. Thank you, too, for joining me and sharing in your expertise today. Thank you for having us,
3: Melissa. Thank, Thank you, you, Melissa. Absolutely. Looking forward to this.
2: Very good. Uh, yes, um, so I, I love the title you chose for this episode for your interview. What inspired you
3: to choose this title? Well, I choose the title. Um, it was, it's called What the Health? And, and actually, I, the reason I, I chose that title, it's its the name of a film that you could actually, I believe you can watch it on Netflix, but it's a great film that links the uh, uh, makes it a link between diet and disease, mm-hmm. and the billions of dollars that are actually at stake in the healthcare, pharmaceutical, and food industries. I mean, a lot of this information is, you know, um, is already generally known within people in the natural healthcare community. But I just like the way that the film brought the information together in regards to. Um, the, for the general public. You know, I, I selected that title because I just wanted to expound further on what the real definition of health means.
2: Mm-hmm. And absolutely, I experienced that when I first came to the clinic. I didn't know what the true definition of health was. And um, as you came to enlighten me to that and to come up with the actual quality of life that I had desired, um, what would you define to our listeners as the true definition of holistic health?
3: Well, you know, um, it's interesting that you we talk about holistic health because actually I think you first have to start with the definition of what health is. And the definition of health has actually evolved over time. Initial uh, definitions of health was how the body functioned. It was seen as a biological and psychological machine with periods of disease. And that's how health was uh, defined. If you didn't have a disease, you were considered healthy. Mm-hmm. And then the World Health Organization—I think it was shortly after World War II—they aimed to. They aimed higher. They wanted to broaden the definition of health, and um, they started talking in terms of physical, mental, and uh, social well-being. Uh, they added that uh, component, and. Um, They didn't want it to be strictly just the absence of disease and infirmity. And this lasted for about 30 years until the 80s. There used to be, there was a healthcare craze in the 1980s, if you remember. And then, of course, the uh, World Health Organization jumped on the bandwagon again, and they started uh, broadening the definition of health to include how a person handles with stress, um, how they acquire skills, and how they're able to maintain relationships. And they also, for the first time, included the importance of environment. Mm-hmm. So that definition of health actually started to broaden after the 1980s, and uh, they keep adding uh, components of it to the present day.
2: Yes, and and those components were the components I was missing from my health at that time. I had been, sub, you know, subduing a lot of my emotional needs and spiritual needs as well as physical needs that, that I didn't even realize were. Uh, something that I should be paying attention to and and helping through. And uh, through this Holistic Health Center that the two of you have begun, um, What uh, let's dive back to uh, what made you decide to open this health center in the first place, and what was your path to that? Did you experience your own transformation?
3: Well, um, the title, Holistic Health Center, which I'd actually like uh, Veronica to talk about in a minute, I just wanted to define what holistic health is as is, is I define it now. Um, And this is the evolution that occurred since the original definition of health. Um, Holistic health, I define it as an overall state of wellness on all levels of your being. And that means your physical, your emotional, your mental, and the most important, your spiritual. Mm. Uh, it, It encompasses the health of your entire being and extends to everyone and everything that affects you in any way. Uh, that includes your resources, your environment, your relationships. Um, you know, it's uh, although we're accustomed to dealing with each of these areas separately, the world holistic implies the condition of the whole. I mean, in reality, body, mind, and spirit are completely intertwined aspects of the whole. Uh, they're not separate entities, and they cannot be separated. So when you affect one level, either positively or negatively, to some extent, you affect the whole person, mm. and so that's why we call it a holistic health center. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely, and and that was the perfect name to, to apply to it, to uh, to encompass that whole definition, the belief, but obviously the passion that you have put into the center, and then have transformed lives with that, and um, and through that path. Absolutely. Um, how did the Westboro
4: Spine Holistic Health Center come to be? so I can answer that question at the time I was teaching in Westboro and I was a public school teacher I was living pretty holistically already I was eating a plant-based diet I was vegan I was uh, focused on sustainability I was doing a lot of advocacy work in environmentalism and um, I had already detoxified my world so to speak I had detoxified my uh, bathroom everything on personal care products And so I had learned a lot from having lived in California. I knew I was ahead of the curve. And I spoke to Dr. Monkton. I said, why don't we make this a holistic health center? And at the time, I proposed that I knew that we would be ahead of the curve. You know, we are here in New England, and California was way ahead. People were already living holistically. So we decided to use the term holistic health knowing that time and the community would have to catch up to us. And lo and behold, 15 years later, it has. Now you hear the term holistic health and wellness. But at the time, part of our challenge was to educate people on what holistic meant. Mm-hmm. But also,
2: what it meant to detoxify your world. That's right. That, that's one thing that only people realize that their entire world needs to be addressed and see to where are those toxins coming in from stress or from
4: environmental or from products. From products, yes. yeah, exactly. One of the things that we did was we used to do um, outreach and talks, community talks, and the first time we mentioned, uh, detoxifying and the um, hazardous uh, ingredients that were in women and children's personal care products, people looked at us like we had two heads. Now it's commonplace. Common sense. And, um, and
2: can you describe for our audience what kind of specific services the clinic provides? I'm some of them I have experienced and I'm excited to hear about new ones that are coming down the line as well.
3: Well I mean you know that um, if, if you check out my bio on our website Um, My original training was as a chiropractic physician, and I I was um, attracted to that way of dealing with the health because of the the natural approach and how the central nervous system and the spine controls and regulates all functions within the body. Now, I've been in this location in Westboro for almost 15, about a little over 15 years now, and I've been practicing for almost 30. And during the last 30 years, I have always made continuing education uh, a priority uh, I'm constantly learning and growing, uh, not only for my own edification, but also to better serve my, my patients. So if, if a patient was to come into my office, I mean, obviously the first thing we'd do would be a thorough health history and a physical exam. And we also utilize specific diagnostic testing, um, such as x-rays. Uh, we do a paraspinal surface electromyography test, which is basically a way of measuring nerve interference and muscular imbalances within the body. We also order specific blood tests or urine testing if we need to. We can do hair samples. Um, We'll also do uh, foot scans, which will measure biomechanical loading within the gait system. And then, of course, dietary and nutritional recommendations are also given with any specific uh, recommended uh, supplements. So, you know, the patient or the client uh, can achieve their health goals that is obviously specific to their needs.
2: Now, luckily, I was able to... To find this clinic um, because it was right down the street from me, even though I have uh, friends around the world, mm-hmm. I'd say fly in and, and make sure that you experience this. Um, but would you elaborate on a particular case of where your approach of a holistic or a whole body evaluation was able to provide results that traditional approaches hadn't had much much
3: success? Well, you know, that's great. I, I would love to talk in particular of a specific case and the approach that I used, and if I get your authorization here. Why don't we talk about you and what your Absolutely. experience was? Yes. Maybe uh, before I go into the specifics of what we did uh, sequentially, you can just maybe tell the audience of uh, what state you were in physically when you came in and uh, what type of uh, prior experience you had in the allopathic model and uh, at what state you were when you when you walked into my office. And that was about... A little over two years ago, I believe.
2: I guess. Yeah, when we first met, it was back in April of 2015. And I didn't realize how detached I was from the reality of my health and the quality of my life. Um, Like we had discussed, my whole world was in a state of toxicity, emotional, spiritual, physical. It had built up over my lifetime. And um, I was similar to the average person where I did my yearly physicals with blood tests and I followed up with specialists, et cetera. But um, but how did you and what did the clinic help me to recognize not only that difficult truth, but experience what the industry calls that aha moment, Mm. where then Mm -hmm. once I had the realization in my forefront of the mind, I could then take those difficulties, transmute them, turn them around, and then now become... What I am today
3: mm.
0: mm-hmm.
3: well that's that that's great I mean if, if we're now if you want me to descri- describe some of the specifics I won't go into the grocery list of the symptoms you had when you came in but uh, you were not a um, top uh, physical uh, condition you had a whole range of symptoms we evaluated your diagnostic lab results and uh, the type of um, supplements that you had been um, taking in the past. And I believe we're nearing the end here. Why don't we take a little bit of a break yeah, and we can continue good. on the commercial.
2: Um, but, yeah, definitely um, when we come back from the commercial, what we will do is we will uh, dive into a little bit more of the uh, of the background, not only what Dr. Moncton had witnessed from the beginning of my transformation, which is a very unique perspective, um, from that aha moment and that point of transformation. Um, just have someone see that, but then also see you now mm-hmm. and be able mm-hmm. to bring that together, and uh, that's very special. And, uh, and and I'm very happy to be sharing that with everyone. Yeah. And um and yeah, we're going to jump off to a break and definitely come back to uh, to join us for uh, to talk more with Dr. Moncton and uh, Veronica Ramos. Thank you.
1: Want more insight to transform your health and your world? Visit roots2wings wingstransformations.org and join the email list for the radio show, Insight Living with Vitality, provided by Melissa Alexander. While on her website, learn more about lymphatic system cleansing, additional services offered, read reviews, and how you can start your own transformation. Visit R2WTransformations.org, that's R2WTransformations.org, and download your free self-assessment guide to get started now contact Melissa today and ask for insight
0: have you heard of nutritional balancing Your body's biochemistry affects the mental, physical, and emotional aspects of your life. Many of the diseases we face are related to an imbalance of the mind, body, and spirit. Find out how to get everything back in line when you tune in to Healing Treasures of Wisdom with host Daniel Solomon. Learn how to heal yourself and your family every week. Listen Thursday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Today's woman faces a stressful world when it comes to staying healthy. We are bombarded by media messages with contradicting ideas about fitness and nutrition. We need to keep our diet, relationships, and stress in check. It's time to get the right message and have the most fun. Join hosts Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus for Healthy View Radio. It's health and happiness in one show every Thursday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health and Wellness.
1: are listening to Insight Living with Vitality provided by Melissa Alexander if you would like to reach the program today our toll free number is 1-866-472-5792 again that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email please send it to Melissa at r2wtransformations.org that's Melissa at r2wtransformations.org now back to Insight Living with vitality.
2: Welcome back. I am here with my featured guests, Dr. Anthony Monkton and Veronica Ramos. They are the owners of the Westboro Spine Holistic Health Center here in chilly cold right now, 20 South Street, Westboro, Massachusetts. And we are currently discussing about how people who have received care at the clinic, and I am one of the clients as well, And what I had experienced and we're diving into more
3: of those details so if we could uh, continue on that topic okay Melissa well um, so just to continue with what we were talking before um, we were going to discuss your particular case and what happened when you came in and the first thing we did in addition to your extensive history uh, as we noticed that you had already tried uh, a variety of allopathic approaches to try to help you with a whole range of some of the symptoms you had would you want to li- elaborate briefly on some of the things that you presented in my office with?
2: Oh, absolutely. So so some of the things that I had brought to um, the table that I was confused and had difficulty with, and like why um, I've been told so many times that um, that everything is good, but why do I feel not only spiritually low, my frequency was low, my abilities were low. Hmm. I was I was feeling in a constant state of domino effects towards difficulty, hmm. and and that's where I talked about with you about some of your services and the, and the curiosity that I wanted to experience those services and to see what might be causing that and then to unpack it and then mm-hmm. to see that if it was a physical thing that could have been causing an emotional difficulty or see where the connections within the body were going
3: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, and through some of your current services but also some new services that are coming down the line.
3: Yes. So what the first thing we did is after the physical exam, of course, we did the paraspinal surface electromyography test, which showed us what your electrical nervous system looked like, and uh, it was extremely elevated, which told me that you, you were holding in your body a lot of stress. Uh, we also did x-rays, which were extremely important, something that had not been done by any of the providers you had seen, and a few things jumped out at the screen when we looked at your films. One of them was that you had a fairly significant lumbar or lower back scoliosis with segments that were uh, rotated, which obviously, as we know within the spinal health model, can affect the nerve supply and interference to those particular regions in the body, specifically your lower GI tract and your stomach region, which you were complaining of one of multitudes of, of issues. We also noted that you had a cervical kyphosis, which means that your curve in your neck, facing the opposite direction and just briefly your the base of your skull your what's they call the ADI the lintodental dental interspace was narrow which meant that based on your x-rays you simply were not getting enough oxygen to your brain
2: yes exactly mm. so, and, and i felt wow. that i felt like there was something not directly connected in the wavelengths of oh sometimes i would get more sometimes i get less wow. and, but trying to figure that out for myself and not know the reason why or that real root cause of why.
3: Exactly. Mm. And so the reason it was so important to initially start at this phase of your evaluation was because if your body is has nerve interference and your brain is not getting enough oxygen and your vitality levels are low, then, then all the nutritional supplements and all the other processes will not be as effective. So we embarked on a fairly aggressive uh, treatment protocol of uh, spinal manipulation to restore the normal biomechanics within your spine and to increase or decrease that nerve interference within your system. The next thing we did, if you recall, was looking at the plethora of lab results that you had. One of the things that also had not been done was a hair analysis, which actually provides information that cannot be uh, determined on a regular CBC or a blood or urine test. And of course, those results, as you're well aware of, showed multitudes of levels of uh, mineral imbalances and toxicity. I mean, you had everything from sodium to potassium ratio imbalances uh, to uh, mineral uh, imbalances. And the reason I stress how important that is, is because there are so many people that are mineral deficient. And if you, you do not have the correct amount of minerals and in the specific ratio within the body, your body does not absorb what you should be taking. So you could be eating right, you could be taking the supplements, but if your body is not in a state to absorb it, it's ineffective.
2: And that's what was happening, is not only was I not absorbing, but I was not balancing out in the correct way, and then all those toxic metals, the lead, and I saw that lead go through the hair analysis, come out, and now calling myself unleaded. Exactly. Which was was one thing I was definitely uh, proud to say at the end of that, But, uh, but to have that go through my body and get out was then releasing that obstacle that was preventing.
3: Exactly, exactly. And I believe we did a series of, I think, about four uh, retestings of the uh, analysis of your hair. And uh, during that course of time, we also implemented uh, not only specific supplements that were unique to your particular condition, but we also implemented your diet with, I believe, uh, liquid minerals. Um, We started you on a... um, uh, alkaline green uh, powder supplement with probiotics you were having problems digesting your food we started with you on digestive enzymes and then of course because your gut flora which is also the guts referred to as the second brain was overlooked uh, by your prior analysis we started to incorporate probiotics to establish uh, a normal flora within your system and um, over the course of the last uh, two years we uh, I have seen a, a remarkable transformation, not only in your physiology, but also in your uh, your new career path. Yeah. And um, I think when you first started, you were about, um, if I could say, I think you you've lost at least maybe ten or twelve pounds yes. uh, since since you began this process.
2: Absolutely. And the
3: toxins that are stored in the fat are also, uh, uh, you know, very important. So.
2: Yeah, And that was a combination of um, lymphatic system cleansing that I offered, but also through being able to get rid of those obstacles of the heavy metals and then letting those toxins out of my body. Um, But then the combination of the supplements like you had mentioned, Mm -hmm. all that came together and then allowed my body to feel comfortable enough to release that weight. And then once the weight was gone, then now my body, with that comfort and with that vitality, has grown so much and then therefore has let my business grow as well, too, because that's what was a hindrance that mm-hmm. I couldn't necessarily think as clearly as I can now. But also my vitality was so low, my ability to do my job, my performance, everything was at such a low point. And then now see my business grow and take off and mm-hmm. soar. Is, has just catapulted me to a whole new level and it all stems from all this work that we have
4: done mm. together.
3: You know, I've got the
4: holistic health glow now. Yes. We certainly <laughs> do. Yeah, that's
3: and that's great because once we removed the blockages and restored uh, normal homeostasis or balance within the body, it eventually started to improve your mind and then ultimately improved your your spiritual uh, yes. understanding wouldn't you say
2: absolutely spiritual yeah, yeah my frequency level yeah. I mean it's amazing people who have known me all throughout this whole path have said that just radiating energy and, then, and that just comes from a place from within because I'm healthy within which then results in the health Mm-hmm. on the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: that's fantastic.
2: Yep. Absolutely. And and I'd love to t- have you tell me some more about the, the new services that I would love to be able to not only experience myself, but also that we'd be able to share about with the
3: listeners. Well, maybe Veronica would like to expand on some of the current services we have and what, what's well, coming to the clinic. I, I'll talk a little bit about the overall services, and it
4: is related to your case and many others. Um, You know, one of the things that we recognized early on was we needed to address mind, body, and spirit. And we have that written all over the clinic. And in the beginning, we were more addressing the mind and body component. We didn't know how to address the rest. So some of the things that we offered, like the weight loss program, nutritional analysis, um, you know, we wanted to help people to approach a more plant-based, we are both vegans, we wanted to help people approach a plant-based diet. We wanted them to think about um, vitamin therapy. We also offer auricular therapy, and Doc will talk about some of the symptoms. Uh, We offer hormone testing. So when somebody comes in, Doc is looking at them from an overall approach. What do they need? Not what are the services that we offer, but what do they need for mind, body, spirit, connection, health? And some of the new services Um, You know, helping people to detoxify and think about what they use, what they eat, their environment, what they sleep on, all of it. So I think of, because I have a background in education, I think of a lot of what we do as education. And I bet you would agree with that, that we're educating people on whole body. And so if you talk about more about the newer services, which are very
3: exciting to me. Yeah. And actually, what's interesting, you you brought up a good point because one of the definitions of doctor actually means teacher.
0: Mm -hmm. And
3: and so part of our process here is that by educating our clients Mm -hmm. or patients, uh, they can start to become empowered to make their own health decisions Mm. um, and change their future.
2: Absolutely, and, and it's through that training that has then inspired me to continue not only with my business, but also with my health as I look out to other sources, and, and I look within here to, just to be the excitement to, 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 to want to get that training, to want to have that knowledge and be able to move forward, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, uh, to talk about um, a couple of the new services that will come, it's going to be uh, one of them we already have here now. It's, uh, it's referred to as neurofeedback. And I'm uh, not too sure if anybody knows what neurofeedback it is, but it's, it's like exercise for the brain. And uh, neurofeedback is also called EEG biofeedback. It's a, it's a state-of-the-art, non-invasive, drugless method on how to teach the brain to perform in a more balanced way. Mm-hmm. And this, this technology has been around for about 40 years, but uh, the growth in the field is been exponential. And the research findings now are overwhelming on how it can uh, retrain the brain to function at a more efficient level. And when that starts to happen, um, it can actually change your entire life. Um,
2: exactly. Well, well like we talked about the, the connection between the brain, the stomach, but also the overall health. Um, so by retraining that brain, Um, There's specific conditions that neurofeedback can help, whether it's from simple to losing weight. That could be considered an addiction, but there's also, of course, more serious and other types. Yes, yes,
3: yes. So like when when you think of neurofeedback, neurofeedback they they say can address, and this is just to name a few, attention deficit, hyperactivity disorder, depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress syndrome, memory loss, panic attacks, addiction, learning disorders, cognitive impairment, insomnia, and even dementia. And you say, isn't that incredible? How can one modality affect so many different conditions in the brain? And what it comes down to, very simply, is that they've identified that there are four particular frequencies in the brain, Delta, Theta, Alpha, and Beta. And those four frequencies are responsible for different states of consciousness. So when you're relaxed, you're thinking more in a delta state. When you are uh, creative or imaginative, it could be theta. And then when you have higher demands on cognitive ability, the ability to make decisions, you, you know, you're know you in a higher state, in a higher uh, beta state. Well, if people have problems either relaxing, dropping down, and changing their brainwave, They may have uh, issues such as anxiety or depression or insomnia. Mm -hmm. And if their brain is too constantly highly elevated, they may have problems with attention disorders or post-traumatic stress disorders. There's so many different conditions. And the only way to really determine if a person is a candidate is to schedule an appointment for them to do what's called a brain map. It's called a QEEG.
2: And uh, and tell us more about that. Is it uh, painful, or how is it done,
3: or, or, or what does a person go through during the test? Yes, it's it's a it's a painless procedure, and what happens is is that uh, it's a, it's a fairly detailed process, uh, where you the client first has to um, complete a cognitive assessment and a metabolic assessment. Part of that testing is fairly extensive. Uh, they will indicate how they perceive themselves, how they actually perceive the reality. Once that information has been collected, then we actually will schedule a brain map test where we put a a series of electrodes on the brain and we measure 24 regions in the brain. And then the very sophisticated software will analyze how the brain communicates not only between specific regions, but also globally. That information then is fused with the patient's interpretation of how they see reality and then an analysis to determine of whether neural feedback would be able to help them make those connections within their brain to help alleviate some of these presenting symptoms that they may come into our office with. Mm.
2: Exactly, and uh, I know me personally. Uh, my my grandmother suffered with dementia, and and this sounds like it we have the possibility to help not only could we use the word prevent or to be able to move forward in that technology
3: to help alleviate
2: those. Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, yes, mm-hmm. and and the the most fascinating component of of neurofeedback is it has to do with a condition in the brain called neuroplasticity, which basically means that the brain, once it learns a new pathway, it's permanent. It's like riding a bicycle. If you learn how to ride a bicycle as a child and then you stopped, you can still get on a bike 20, 30 years later. And the same thing happens with the brain. As we age, they say that use it or lose it learn how to play a musical instrument, learn a foreign language. They want to create new pathways in the brain to make greater connections, to slow down the aging process. Well, now we have technology where we can actually specifically train the brain to create those new pathways uh, on hyperspeed. Mm -hmm. It's it's fascinating.
2: Hmm. Absolutely. And And it sounds not only the passion you put behind it to learn it, but then also you've had clients already go through the whole process from beginning to end. Are you able to elaborate, share a little bit more?
3: Yes, I have a series of clients who have had neurofeedback training and issues they've had such as anxiety or anger have disappeared. The ability to uh, remain focused uh, reading a book or uh, increasing their ability to not be as sensitive when they're establishing relationships, and I could go on and on and on each individual is different and the only way to determine exactly what you have or if neurofeedback could help you would be obviously to schedule an appointment in our office for a brain map test.
2: Absolutely and, and I can't wait to hear more But we are about to go on break um, but, but definitely want to hear more not only of those results but, but also how you can keep a contact with, with the clinic and be able to start your own transformation because this is where my transformation began and I want to to help share that with others. So we are going to go on break and we will come right back.
3: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television. Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24 seven.
1: Want more insight to transform your health and your world? Visit roots2wings RootsToWingsTransformations.org and join the email list for the radio show, Insight Living with Vitality, provided by Melissa Alexander. While on her website, learn more about lymphatic system cleansing, additional services offered, read reviews, and how you can start your own transformation. Visit R2WTransformations.org, that's R, the number 2, WTransformations.org, and download your free self-assessment guide to get started now contact melissa today and ask for insight
0: can grief be good for you absolutely it gets your attention helping you evaluate your choices and relationships your losses define who you are tune in each week for good grief with host cheryl jones Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you ever have an off day?
1: listening to Insight Living with Vitality provided by Melissa Alexander if you would like to reach the program today our toll free number is 1-866-472-5792 again that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email please send it to Melissa at r2wtransformations.org that's Melissa at r the number 2 wtransformations.org. now back to Insight Living with Vitality. We are
2: back. I am Melissa Alexander here with my featured guests, Dr. Anthony Moncton and Veronica Ramos. They are the owners of the Westboro Spine Holistic Health Center here in the wonderful Twenty South Street, Westboro, Massachusetts. Thank you two for joining me. And we are currently talking about the neurofeedback, but we're going to move into specifically um, to understanding more about offering some services to help people who struggle with addiction. I know addiction is a huge topic around here, whether it's addiction to prescription medication or to drugs, but even, um, like I mentioned, I'm talking about addiction to food. I mean, there's uh, all sorts of different types of addiction. Can you talk a little bit more about that and not only those
3: um, success stories that you've already witnessed? Sure. You know, Melissa, um, you can't help but notice the increase in awareness on radio and television of the opiate ad- epidemic that's facing our nation. I mean, uh, of course, the addiction problem in America is not just limited to opiates or prescription medications. Addiction to alcohol is actually one of the most common addictions facing Americans. And uh, matter of fact, more people receive treatment for alcohol than any other substance. And, um, you know, the numbers, they're they're staggering. Uh, you know, according to government statistics, there are... They're psych- There's over 20 million Americans over the age of twelve that have an addiction problem. And you know that doesn't even include tobacco.
0: Yeah. And and
3: tobacco tobacco is the the number one cause of preventative cause of death. Mm. Um over five million emergency room visits were drug related, according to the National Survey of Drug Use and Health. You know, and one out of every eight people suffered from a drug disorder that struggled both with alcohol and a drug use simultaneously. It's called uh, co- co, um, co- co-occurring disorder, is what they call it. And, um, you know, drug abuse and addiction cost Americans, I think they said it was uh, close to $200 billion in health care, criminal justice, legal, and, and lost work production. And, you know, the sad fact is that these numbers are continuing to grow.
2: And as they continue to grow, how will your office be able to help those who face those types of struggles with addiction or substance abuse, and how are you going to be able to get out that word that is not just something that is in a clinical environment, that you can take advanced precautions and be able to move forward at the beginning signs, not waiting for it to culminate?
3: You know, that's a that's a great uh, question, Melissa. You know... In terms of addiction services, there's multitudes of categories. For the sake of this discussion, you know, there's, think of it basically as an outpatient facility and an inpatient facility. An inpatient facility is where a person would actually go and have to stay to get the support that they require to help them with their addiction. Our facility will be strictly outpatient, uh, which means that uh, they can come here to our clinic, and based on the uh, the needs that they will require, We'll have a whole range of services available for them to help them with their struggles. Um, our approach will be multifaceted, and, and of course, will determine on the nature of the addiction. And you know, the thing about addiction, it's, it's multifactoral. It's it's a multifactoral disease that has psychosocial, genetic, spiritual, and mm-hmm. metabolic components. Mm-hmm. And here we are back to the definition saying that there's a spiritual component in addiction. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of these approaches that are currently being used are not taking into consideration the spiritual aspect of why the addiction occurred in the first place. And, you know, the most significant mechanism of this disease process um, is manifest through what they refer to as the brain reward cascade model. They they refer to it as the reward deficiency syndrome. And this is actually a medical model. Um, And, you know, this medical model uh, uh, or disease concept of addiction uh, establishes this brain reward cascade uh, as the hallmark of compulsive disorders. And so we're still working within what medical science has established as the process of addiction. We're just offering a different approach of addiction that in some clinical settings has a higher success rate. I'll give you an example. You know, right now there are five addictions. And they're chemical, which of course, you know, alcohol, opiates, nicotine. There's food, which is actually considered an addiction. There's work. Can you believe it?
0: <laughs> Work. Yeah. I wonder if there's a
3: spiritual component in that somewhere. <laughs> and then, of course, the remaining two addictions is sex, and gambling. And um, I understand now they're trying to add a sixth addiction, they which are. is which is the gaming. Internet. Is it? internet, internet and gaming. Internet yes. and gaming. Yes. <laughs> yes. They should
4: add texting too. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. I think they want to add a sixth addiction. But did, let me. This is something that a lot of people don't know. You know, did you know that the University of Miami School of Medicine and the Florida Chiropractic Society, they conducted one of the first large-scale human population studies to prove the effectiveness of a chiropractic adjustment in dealing with chemical addiction. They concluded, this is the result of a triple-blind study, and you you can research this for yourself, showed that a person receiving chiropractic care, get this, is 10 times more likely to complete a drug program. So how many people are going through an inpatient or outpatient treatment facility and they're not even getting an upper cervical chiropractic adjustment to increase their chances of success 10 times? And a matter of fact, it's a specific type of adjustment. Not every chiropractor can do this. It's called torque release. It's a specific adjustment based on the upper atlas portion of your brain we talked about that earlier with you about increasing oxygenation mm-hmm. I have a lot of training in this
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: and uh, so I know specifically what should be done and that's one of the first things that a person will have analyzed when they come into our office for their addiction services you know this equates to like a 97% retention rate you know that you know how remarkable that is there's a doctor his name is dr. Holder he was uh, the lead researcher in this program. And I think he stated something up to the fact that when you remove these subluxations, which means the nerve interference up at the base of the brain stem that interferes with normal functioning of the nervous system, um, the person in a drug treatment center is more likely to complete their term of stay. And how have it. like they, mm-hmm.
2: they, they care more about, exactly. about
3: their results and about overcoming. Exactly. That's, that's exactly. Right. And, and they say that they're actually in a better state uh, to be open to and utilize the other modalities that are offered as a treatment. So it's like they, we change the mental state, we mm-hmm. change the physiological state of the person who's there so they're more receptive to the other type of modalities that they use. Mm -hmm. I mean, people who've undergone chiropractic care have less drug detox or withdrawal symptoms. Isn't that amazing? Mm -hmm. Their physical complaints are almost eliminated. And, uh, you know, the upper cervical adjustments allow them to concentrate in dealing with their addictions rather than being distracted by other problems. So some of these... Uh, supportive modalities that I will be utilizing in the office will obviously be determined on what they present with. And like mm-hmm. Veronica mentioned earlier, I mean, there's auricular, there's amino acid therapy, there's nutritional evaluation, there's 12-step, there's homeopathy, homeopathy. there's even counseling mm-hmm. that we'll have here at the facility. So there's going to be a, a range of support mechanisms that will increase drastically uh, in, in in drastically. Uh, Their success rate.
4: And if I could just add that um, Dr. Monkton just mentioned homeopathy, which studies have shown have amazing results in regard to addiction. So our job is not to be um, the traditional methods. It's, again, we're going back to holistic and we're looking for things which are Alternative and adjunctive to what traditional, because we would not throw out the baby with the bathwater, as they say. <laughs> we would never do that, but we are offering some things which. Um, a lot of places are not offering. You know, we'll work with yoga and instructors here in town will be offering homeopathy as Dr. Monkton, chiropractic, nutrition. Nutrition is huge when you're dealing with issues which are cognitive and um, addiction, struggling with addiction as well. You can say it's more like an integrated clinical perspective. Absolutely. You know,
2: where Absolutely. We do want to work together and you can add value, both sides.
3: Exactly, exactly because we have to, uh, by... by Utilizing the medical approach of uh, what addiction is and it being labeled as a disease, it, it's 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 well established and it works in in harmony with other providers uh, who these clients may be on different forms of medications. So we we have to be in contact with with their other providers in order to ensure that we're offering services that they may not be knowledgeable about or able to uh, offer to increase the chances of success for that for that client
2: mm-hmm. exactly yeah, because it is through that awakening well, but once they're aware and then they care then that the next step then provide the support and then the encouragement empowerment training and really that whole be
4: able to bring that someone into mm-hmm. that state of transformation so right? the space. whole body approach and mm-hmm. if I can just applaud you Melissa, for I wish more people would understand that you have to advocate for yourself in health, especially you know, in holistic health. Not everyone will seek out that model, but no one is going to provide you with that model in a traditional setting. So I always applaud people like you who are thinking I'm going to take matters into my own hands and look at a full menu. As opposed to one component, which is allopathic medicine. Again, not throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Just seeing what else is available to me to get wellness. Oh,
2: exactly, and and to be in that constant state of learning. Exactly, and and, and empowering yourself to not only learn that latest thing and and be, but also to to not consider yourself done. You know, right. you're, you're not done. And, and that's what this clinic has done. They have always empowered themselves to move forward and, um, and the latest things that have become of a worldwide representation for you. And I'm excited
4: to, to be able to experience that with you. Yeah. That's some right. of the latest models of healing are how to figure out how to be a partner in your healing and, you know, self-heal to a certain extent.
3: yeah, and I think all these components were were covered uh, when you asked me earlier about the, you know my definition of holistic health, and it it is the body, the mind, the spirit, mm. the emotions, and the environment. Mm-hmm. All those components have to be taken into consideration in consideration. I mean, the whole uh, idea of uh, genetics, for example, they used to think that, um, you know, genetics had such a huge impact on our overall health, and now look at the, S- the Center for uh, Disease and Control, the United States Department. They indicate that uh, five to ten percent of uh, our genetics play a role in our in our overall health. That's wow. it. That's, That's it. You Allison. can no you no longer blame your parents for mm-hmm. your health condition mm-hmm. or your father or your Same mother. Me. You can't do that anymore. Environment has a huge impact. The decisions that you make. Decisions: What to eat, what, where, how to sleep, how if you're going to exercise, how much water you drink a day, where do you live, what quality of air are you breathing mm-hmm. in, what kind of relationships are you in, mm-hmm. are they empowering, or are they disempowering, or toxic? Or, or, toxic. Exactly, toxic. Toxic. all of these factors, these environmental factors, are actually referred to as epigenetics,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and that's a term that is uh, is well defined, and they're saying that epigenetics. Outside of genetics, the the environment outside of your genetic makeup actually has a more significant uh, effect on your potential and your overall health and vitality than the genetic imprint that you got uh, through your parents. It's fascinating.
2: It is, and and I hear cl- that from clients all the time. Oh, my parent got this, and my grandparent got this, and I'm just destined. It's almost like their, their mindset has determined they're going to get it, whether it's cancer-related or or being overweight or whatnot, just so oh, everyone along my line was, so I'm going to be that way too. So they've destined themselves for Self-talk. It. Yes, and and that's where the retraining of the brain that comes in, so you can undo that pattern, you can stop that pattern, and you can change that destiny. Mm-hmm. But you just need to know that exists, and then, of course, receive the right
4: training and empower yourself to be able to move forward beyond that. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. part of the education, too, is this self-talk, as you've just said. it. You know, the negative speak. And that negative speak is an epigenetic in that you hear it from your parents. They mean well, or your cousins, or this is something that the story that others tell us about ourselves. And in holistic health, in this place, you get to rewrite your own story.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of neurology, I mean, you think about the limbic system, it's part of the the seat of emotions. You know, your emotions affect your overall physiology and your health. And the emotion is fueled by your thoughts. Mm
0: -hmm.
3: So thoughts do affect your physiology. So be careful what you think about. Be careful what your mind dwells upon, because that will ultimately create not only your own physiology, but also, as you're well aware of, create the circumstances in your life and how... Uh, effective you are to be able to deal with those circumstances that come into your life which we label as stress
2: Yeah, and whether it comes from job stress or family stress and any suggestions for what time we have left um, that you'd be able to say that you can rewrite your current world with some simple
4: steps and and be able to share with those a little bit yeah I think self-care is one thing that people can do all on their own and um, we help to teach self-care. What are you doing when you leave here? Are you practicing meditation? Are you practicing some of the things that we talk about that we use our own lives and what we're already doing in our lives? We're very transparent. We're willing to share our story so that you can have your own self-care guides.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: And, and through that, it's amazing that um, through you and the clinic
2: that you brought the harmony to my body, to my mind and my emotions and spirit. And I now have that quality of life. I am empowered to make my own choices and create my own journey with sustainable health. And I just want to say before we close out today that uh, to thank you for your insight today, um, but also the insight that you did to help me transform to living my life with vitality. And I look forward to sharing more with you in the future. It's
4: been such a pleasure. Thank you,
3: Melissa. And and we're honored to have you as a guest on your show. Thank you very much.
4: And in our lives.
3: Yes, yes. 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 (laughs) Thank you.
1: Thank you for joining us this week for Insight Living with Vitality provided by Melissa Alexander. Tune in for more Insight next Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a healthy and enlightening week.